and it was so good. And it looks so good, like 100% homemade. Like she like blended the strawberries and everything. It looks so yummy. It was. It, I honestly surprised myself. I've never made a, even a regular tlachas, and Serge likes to make things complicated for me all the time. Like he can't just be like, <laughs> I just want a regular what cake. Ma- what man does? <laughs> I know. And he he's usually a cheesecake guy. So, but which is hard to make too cheesecakes. But I've never made cheesecake, but I have made tlachas a bunch of times. Yeah. So we'll trade. And what did you do? What did I do this weekend? Jordan was actually at his dad's over the weekend, so we had like a grown-up weekend. And Phil and I hung out with, like, family. We went out, uh, had, like, dinner at La Cantera. Just a nice, chill weekend. Nothing Mm -hmm. too crazy. What has been going on in life since we even last recorded? Because I feel like since we last recorded, a lot of things have happened just in general. Like, Jordan finished another school year. Yes, he's going to fourth grade. I cannot, I can't even fathom the idea. You're about to have a birthday. I am. My birthday is, what's today? Today's June 7th. My birthday is the 15th. <laughs> She's <laughs> counting. And <laughs> uh, I still miscounted. <laughs> How old are you turning, Carla? I'm going to be 29. Did you know? I was telling my brother this and he like literally almost had a stroke. <laughs> Did you know when you turn a certain age, you're actually completing that year? So, like, I'm going to be 29, but I'm actually going to start living my 30th year. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because you start your life at zero. Yeah, and then when you turn one, you're not one. Like, you're technically, like, yeah, you're one, but you're, like, you have just lived your first year. Then when you turn two, you're living your third year because you've, like... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yes. Ain't that trippy? But then again, that's also why I always love the term on birthdays, like so-and-so's trip around the sun, because that's how many yeah. literal trips yeah. around the sun you made to like my 29th solar return. Yeah. You've made 29 trips around the sun. That's super cool. Yeah. My brother literally almost had a stroke. He's <laughs> like, oh, what do you mean? I, I think he's like 31. He's like, so I'm 32. And I'm like, well, not technically, like, you're, like, 31 and a half, you know? But, but like, you've lived that much yeah. life so <laughs> what far. I get what you're saying. I, it's still kind of confusing. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it's, like, kind of trippy. So you're going to go into, yeah, you will have lived 29 years of life. You're going into your... It's like I'm starting my 30th trip around the sun. Right. I don't know. <laughs> star welcome Welcome to to divination so today's episode is about friendship it's all about friendship and the intricacies of it and just how it impacts our lives which is absolutely crazy to consider how much a friend can impact your life right you i just had like so many friends over the course of my life where i can think of friends i had like in elementary school and i'm like oh i love that person but like i have no idea where they're at in life or if they have kids or if they're married or if their health is okay, but they were a huge part of my life. Like, I don't know, in third grade. And I've, I'm like happy for that, you know? And then I have friends who like you, I met in sixth grade and we weren't like the best of friends, but we were still friends. We knew each other. We were close. I think overall, 
friendship is just a super intricate cool topic to get into and i think that it has a lot of pieces and we may not be able to cover like everything that we may be thinking of within friendship in this one episode these are the people that you're picking to be part of your life it's not your mom it's not your sister like you're literally the way you choose your partner for life like you choose your friends and your friends choose you no one's requiring you to be here you're choosing to be here you're choosing to show up for these people and you're choosing to be there with these people in all these different phases of their lives as they switch phases as they move into new phases move into new eras of their life and you get to be a part of them if you also choose will change even like we're constantly changing we talked about this in episode one we are a constant form of nature and in, in, in our own way and when you find a really cool friend and a really beautiful friendship sometimes life can happen and you guys met maybe I don't know, I'll put us as an example. Mm -hmm. We met in sixth grade and we were, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. And children. Yeah, we're children. You think the world is made of butterflies and then now you are in a more realistic state. You start having like different political views. You start having different religious beliefs and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All in that, you know, at like all through that lane. Friendships through life and how you change and how... I mean, in constant nature, we're changing. We're not. We're evolving. We're changing who we are. And sometimes we fall out of these friendships because nothing in our lives align anymore. And that's okay. Like, we don't, again, we choose these friendships, but it's not forever. We don't ever give it a timeline going yeah, into Yeah, or like we're going to break up. Right. <laughs> like you, Like a relationship or this is only my childhood friend, like... When we look back now, we can see, yeah, we actually only had, you know, those were only our childhood friends. Those were only our college friends. Those were only our adult friends. Or, you know, I don't know if you ever had those friends at work, like those older, older friends at work. Yes. They were my favorite because I yes. feel like I learned so much from them. But I really only talked to them at work. Yeah. Right. Um, but they they were still meaningful. I can, I can think of so many people that I worked with in the time period of my life when I worked at HEB that became my friends that I literally have extreme love for them and I hope that they're all doing well but then I think of other friendships and they just they were huge seasons of my life but they're no longer with me anymore but I make you sad a little bit I, it does make me sad sometimes I think sometimes more than others when I see glimpses of them in something I look at something and I remember something that we did together or yeah I have I have a few friendships like that I feel like we were really good friends. You know, I was like in my early 20s and still down to party. And I mean, I was already a mom, but I talked about that in episode one. Um, and then now I'm in such a different state of my life. And I don't have those friendships anymore because they don't align with who I am. I have a few very particular friendships. I knew they had to come to an end. Like I knew they were no longer benefiting. And not that you have to benefit from everything. It's, it's not a give and take, but you know. I just knew like these friendships were no longer serving any sort of positivity to my life. I have had experiences where friends will like if you called me tomorrow and mind you, I have like I'm in a relationship and I have my child and like I have responsibilities to my household and to my family first mm -hmm. and to myself. But like if you called me tomorrow and you're like, hey, 
we're going on vacation, like pack your bag, we're leaving. And I'm like, well, I can't just get up and go. Like I need at least, at least like two months of, of a time frame to plan to like make sure that Phil's going to be okay with Jordan. If we have Jordan for that course of time, make sure that Jordan's okay. Make sure finances, yeah, finances, the house is clean. And that friend invited me and it was actually like on the day that this person was leaving. So it's not even like tomorrow. And my mother-in-law was in town and I'm like, I can't just get up and go. Like you're single, you have no kids and you, you know, can't just get up and go. So what happened? Like, did you, did you tell them that? Were you feeling that? Yeah. So then I was like, they got back from vacation and I was like, Hey, like that was not cool. And instead of being like understanding or supportive of where I'm at in my life, this person was just like, well, you like, like Phil doesn't let you do anything. Or like, it was something along the lines of my relationship and down talking like where I'm at in life. I'm not 15. Like we used to go to Six Flags whenever we wanted. Like I'm not in that state of life. And that was very, that was just one of the many things that this person did in my life that did not speak volumes of friendship. Uh, I think, when somebody's not considering your life and what you're going through and they just come and like drop all their problems on you I think that's super unfair it's reasonable that you depend on your friends I think that's super important you should be able to have like friends that you depend on like if I'm going through a really hard time and I need to call you and I'm like hey star today was just like a really rough day like do you have time to talk I think that's extremely important I have some friendships like that um, and I think I value those at this point in my life the most when they like they're going through something, but they call you and they ask you if you have the space to hear them out. I know that. But imagine somebody not asking you if you have the space and they just like are always drowning their emotions on you and they're always drowning their problems on you. And you don't want to be a bad friend and not listen to them. But then it becomes like a repetitive thing. Mm-hmm. What do you do then? I there I feel like there's so many versions of me that would answer that question a <laughs> different way because this kind of gets into like what is the basis I thought about this when we were talking about this episode like what is the basis of the friendship and you have to think about this with all your different friends like what created this friendship what was the foundation of this friendship the foundation I like that and usually that foundation is going to tell you like what they want from you or what they kind of expect it, the friendship to play out like. Um, And that's probably why you were experiencing that. Like the foundation of that friendship probably started in your party era of your life, you know? And then you as a person started to grow and change. And then this person just wasn't growing along with you. And I do think that it's okay, but because I had similar things, right? I had a group of friends and I just, my life started to change a lot. I was, a lot of what I talked about in that first episode, that dark time in my life, I wasn't even to, able to share what I was going through during that time with that group of friends. And that, to me, now looking back, is very telling. And it's not telling of, I'm not trying to say telling of their character or anything like that. They're all beautiful people, right? Yeah. I love them. I respect them. I wish them well. I hope they're doing well. I think of them often. But if if the foundation of that friendship wasn't a place for me to feel safe, to share everything that was going on. That tells me everything I need to know. Those friends were just seasonal friends, seasonal. And they were the part of your life where, you know, 
your friendships are just based off of having fun and you know, you go into different seasons of your life and now you need, you need the real ones. Like you need the real friends that are going to be there for you in the ups and the downs. And now it just makes me so much more grateful for the group of friends I have. So the call was just like almost, it's awkward awkward and it was like disrespectful. I think I really never set a boundary with that friendship. Mm -hmm. And I think my question to you is, do you, now in life set your boundaries early in relationships do you let your friendship like do you let your friends know I can't hang out on Tuesdays because that's I have that day set aside or I can't you know on Saturdays like Serge and I have date night like I no matter what that won't change my marriage comes first or do you set boundaries at the beginning of your friendship or kind of throughout or I would say Thankfully, I learned how to set them now. Well, for the ones that were already established, because, you know, this friendship, this my core friendship, I would say, um, with three ladies. And I will say their names because they're I just love them so much. Kim, Liz and Angela. um, I do feel like they've seen me through many eras. um, And in the beginning, I probably wasn't as great as of a communicator as I am now. And you had said this, you know, we always kind of like start before we even start recording, just kind of debriefing ourselves. Like, what are we going to touch on? Yeah. And she had, um, Carla had said, well, you're a really great communicator. And I I was, you are. (laughs) And I was taken aback by it in like, like in the sense that, wow, like I think I've really grown as a communicator because I was once a really bad communicator um, and that comes from more of a place of being emotionally cut off. It wasn't necessarily my communication skills. It was the fact that I was emotionally cut off from a lot of things. Because you have a degree. In communication. In communication. <laughs> you know how to like. I do know how to communicate, but I think my. Like spiritually at the time you weren't there. No, I, you know, through this healing process, I've learned how to be a better communicator. And within friendships, I've definitely learned how to set those boundaries and also just be open because I think that I wouldn't have lost some of the friendships I lost had I been a better communicator. Like I talked right now just about, you know, not being able to open up with that group of friends. Well, I don't necessarily know that. I may have, I was just emotionally cut off during that time what if I had been well received if I learned how to communicate and talk with that person and let them know what's going on and who knows you know I maybe would not have lost some friendships so I do not put all the blame back on friendships I've lost I actually take a lot of accountability nowadays because I feel that I can look back at friendships that I've lost and been like wow I really could have been a better friend And I wasn't. I could have communicated better. I could have been a better listener. I could have shown up for them better. And probably vice versa. But again, seasonal friendships. We just weren't in that era of our lives. I wasn't a good friend, honestly, at certain points in my life. I can say that. I think I'm a much better friend now. And the people in my life are benefiting now than I was then, but it wasn't. I agree. I feel like I'm in that same space. I don't, I don't see. I mean, we've also grown up, right? right. I feel like, I don't know. I didn't grow up in a, I, my, my mom didn't teach us how to communicate at home. 
if she was upset, it was like, whatever, the food's ready. Like, we never talked about, like, what had happened. Mm -hmm. I think that transpires, you know, into who you become as a person. And I think the friendships I had in high school, in college, they probably didn't last as long because I did that. I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I I upset that person or they upset me. And it was like, whatever. What do you want to eat? Like, that's not healthy. Right. Brushing shit under the rug, per se. Because then you're building up resentment in that friendship, in the relationship, in the connection. Right? Because this transpires to every type of connection. But we're talking friendships. But that resentment is really a killer. You start to feel like, oh, well, you know, they did this at this one point. They did this at this other point. But if you never addressed any of those things, then you're you're really just holding on to something that you know, could have been worked through. Yeah. Do you feel like, have you ever held on to a friendship because of how long you've been friends with somebody? Like the length of your friendship? Oh, definitely. I mean, I just feel like I used to associate length with longevity with success. And that goes across anything. And friendships Mm -hmm. was one of them. And we've been friends since we were four. We have to stay friends. Like we're 40. Like we're not the same people we were when we were four. Yeah. And if naturally and organically y'all have been able to be there for each other since you were four, I think that's beautiful. I know that there's people out there that have friendships like that. Super cool. But in reality, if it doesn't last, it's okay. Yeah. There's people who I've met in the past couple of years who mean the absolute world to me. My friend, Jamie, I adore her and we've been friends for a little under two years and I would I I trust her with my life I trust her with Jordan uh which is huge trusting people with your children which is huge if I need to go to the bathroom I'm never wondering like if her and Phil are sitting down at the dinner table I'm Mm -hmm. never wondering like if she's gonna like make a move Mm -hmm. or be disrespectful or say something that I've told her in private to Phil you know like i just you genuinely, I think in your gut and spiritually, and we have like our Buruka vibes, right? <laughs> I think we know who means well for us now. I think we have a better like understanding of people. And you can feel into that intuition. Yeah. And so sometimes somebody who you've known for two years versus 20 years can have better intentions for you. And I think that's also super crazy. Angela, Liz, and Kim, we are scattered in Texas, literally. Like, Oh, they don't live in San Antonio? So no, Angela does okay, live, cool. but um kim is in dallas and liz is in austin we're literally scattered all throughout and yet i feel so connected to them at all times we went to college together we went to college together so of course there was a time period we were all here in san antonio but that was very short because kim was the first to graduate and then went back to dallas and then um it was angela and i and then liz or me and liz at the same time something like that right but basically we were all here together and then we all just scattered again and naturally you might think like oh well you know, that friendship will phase out. That was just their college phase, but it didn't. We stayed extremely connected. Like I said, I feel so connected to them. We hit highs and lows together. We have changed. We have, we're different people. Um, Two out of the four of us, they're moms. Like they, there is effort there though, right? Like I think that's a quality of a friendship that is yeah. extremely important you have to have like that intentionality to show up for one another even because if it's just a text like good morning i'm thinking of you last week was crazy i'm sorry i haven't reached out but i love you no matter when i hope we can get together soon right have you ever read that meme that's like 
being friends as adults is just sending memes back or sending texts back and forth. We should get together soon until you die. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably us. But we but because we literally I think the basis of our connection every day is some type of meme sent in our group chat. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like Liz's gender reveal, her second child is going to be this weekend. We're all making that effort oh, to get to Austin. What do you so. think it's going to be? I am team girl. I'm super, like, I'm really team girl. I wanted Angela's baby to be a girl so bad. I was in extreme denial because I knew it was going to be a boy, but I was like, war pink to the gender reveal is so did Kim. Like, we were in extreme denial. But at the end of the day, always team healthy baby. Always team healthy baby. I 100% agree with that. But, like, you know, just that effort. There's consistent effort. Something goes great for one of us the chat is flooded or our stories are flooded with support for one another is huge it is supporting your friends you you see them something going good for them and it feels good to you yes and that's super huge you're not you're not jealous you're not being cocky around your friends you're genuinely just so happy for them and i think that speaks volumes about who you are and about who your friends are and that's just overall so beautiful if you have friends that are jealous those are not your friends girlfriend and you can feel that like you yeah. can feel that energy when someone trust your gut yeah you can feel it just listen to yourself if you feel that there is that sting of jealousy when you share good news with them distance yourself because yeah. you deserve better i've had a lot of toxicity in friendships and that was i've had a friend who was super jealous of anything anything i did and I didn't see it, but like, you know, when your mom tells you, like, the moms are always right. Yeah. Oh my God. For me, when I was growing up, it was my grandma, but my grandma, my grandma was always she was on her right. vibe. Yes. And then now I feel like it's like my sister. Um, and my, you know, my mom, my mom has the, is very kind overall. So I feel like she's just good in everybody, but yeah, no, my mom told me like that friend is not your friend. Mm. And she like hit on my brother and she like would try to come and stay the night but like sneak into my brother's room and like just jealous of like things that I would do or like people that I would hang out I was friends with everybody in high school like I was friends with all the different groups all the different band cheerleaders football players soccer players but people who spoke Spanish people who spoke English like I was all over the place and I don't know this person only spoke English. Like I don't, and, and you know, when somebody like wants all the attention and it's like, you don't, it's okay. Like you don't need to be as loud as you are. It's like, I love you for who you are, but overall my mom was like, that's not your friend. And I, I should have listened a lot sooner. you felt it later. Like you, did you feel the lesson later? Yeah. I've learned a lot of lessons through friends. And what happened though? Like with that one, was there a cutting point or you just it naturally cut off? We, well, I mean, this was a high school friend. We graduated and I didn't pursue. I didn't pursue the friendship after. Uh, and a lot of people like didn't like this person. And they would tell me like, I don't like that person. Like, I don't know why you hang out with that person. And friends that we were all friends with at the beginning, like towards the end of the year, towards the end of the next year, like they all started distancing themselves from that person. Mm-hmm. Except for me, like I always saw the good in that person. I wanted to like continue to be friends with them. But overall the lesson, like, I probably could have died with this person because they just didn't care about anything but themselves. And like that person's parents were really strict. And my mom was like more like, if you guys want to hang out here, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you guys want to go out, just be home by 10, like don't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And so she would come and stay the night at my house. 
so that she could like do whatever she wanted. And the lesson was just not to trust somebody that you think is your friend when they have no good intentions for you. I also feel like trust comes across in their actions or very organically. You don't have to question it. Like they're there for you. What do you need? How can I help you? I think their behavior patterns, like who, if they are constantly showing you like they're, I don't know, with anything, if they're constantly like late to your coffee date, if they're constantly, you know, like you text them, text them, text them, and they never text you back, you see that they're like on Instagram or they're on Facebook or whatever social media platform you're on and they don't like reach out to you. I think that's super ugly. Like you're like, I'm actually back to, you said like making the effort, Mm -hmm. like I'm actually making the effort to be your friend and you're not transpiring the same thing back to me one thing in the friendships that are going well I have other you know I have my you know the girls I talked about I have other friendships as well that are very important to me and they all serve their purpose and I I do think that one thing I want to touch on is that you cannot expect though your friends to be everything you they cannot do they cannot fulfill all these roles for you neither should your parents neither should your partner neither should anybody nobody can fulfill all these roles so placing these like heavy burdens of this person should be like always at my beck and call is unrealistic super unrealistic friendships like they will serve their purpose you will know what you can do with these people you will know if you know there's like the multi-purpose friend that you can do like anything and everything with. And then there's like the sounding board friend who like, you know, y'all can have deep heart to hearts. There's the, the need to go shopping friend, like a great sense of style, whatever. Mom friend, you know, whatever it is that that friend is like, just honor it, honor what that person is and what they bring to your friendship and what you bring to them, what y'all bring into each other's lives. And then just don't put so much pressure, right? I feel like when I started to do that with my friendships, each one became infinitely more special to me because I knew that that's what we shared. That was what was common, in common, I guess, for us to share. And it it was that much more beautiful. And I think that comes from healing, really. I think we're gonna throw the word healing out so much but I feel like I could not have been healing not healed guys <laughs> yeah healing because it's always a process you know we're we're still learning but I did want to share this and you know maybe this will ring a bell with you or one of our listeners because I do feel that it's it's important right so bell hooks is one of my favorite authors and she says this thing um it was in one of her her books and I want to share it because I do feel that you just have to let this sit with you and then you can figure out what that means for your friendships. She says, knowing how to be solitary is central to the art of loving. When we can be alone, we can be with others without using them as a means of escape. I love that. I didn't know how to be alone for the longest time. My sister always used to tell me like, you don't like like my sister loves being alone and I would always be like that's so weird mm-hmm. and last night the boys went to camp and I was alone by myself and I was just like this is the best like it's beautiful it's so nice to just be in your own peace to be mm-hmm. at peace with yourself and to be comfortable 
and to not expect anybody to fill those holes for you. I too thought that like being alone was scary and I just never allowed myself to be alone. I used to think I was really extroverted and I would only charge through being with other people and that was absolutely not the case. I love being alone. Being alone has taught me so much just like recharging in my own energy. It's made me a better person all the way around as well as being able to be a better friend. And just that last line, you can be with others without using them as a means of escape. So how many of our friendships were used as a means of escape, whether we intentionally meant to use them like that or not? Yeah. Who were we using as a means of escape? Whether that just meant like these people we were only partying with, we were only having fun with versus like the friends that you know that you can be real with, you can be deep with, you can have serious talks. They're going to be not just there for you, but you know, maybe they're there for your family or they're there for, you know, your your partner in a way that's respectful or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's really important to me now in friendships. And I have to, they, I also, my friends can respect that I need to be alone. Having friends that can respect that, can respect your solitude in a way that they don't get offended. I love that too. I, if you... And not like if you're not in a good mental state and your friends are like, come on, let's go. We're all getting together on Friday. And you're like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. And they're like, oh, you never want to come. Or like, oh, you never make the effort versus like explaining to your friends back to communication, explaining to your friends like, I'm just not in a good place. I'm not financially OK to go out, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. I'm not mentally in a good state. And then they're like, OK, we completely understand. Or you have the friends who are like what would you like to make the night more where we're open to talk about like your feelings or don't worry, like we'll all pitch in and we'll, we'll pay for you or having those types of friends. Right. It's, it's a blessing first off, I think, because I think that, that a lot of people maybe in their friendships, sometimes they don't have, they don't even know what that's like. Mm -hmm. I think I have talked to some people who are like, Oh, well I don't have very close friends because I've, you know, all my friends have only ever, you know, Ask me for money yes. or ask me to come give them a ride or whatever. Use me. Right. Versus that reciprocal energy and effort. And so. Or the friends that become family, right? Like mm-hmm. at that point, you know, like these friends, like your girlfriends, mm-hmm. like, you know, that no matter what's going on in your life and what's going on in their life, that you can maybe take like 30 minutes or they can take 30 minutes out of their day to really sit with you and talk about some things. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important in a friendship. And not every friend will offer you that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, you said this earlier, it's really important to understand your friend's boundaries and what is okay and what isn't okay with them, and then where you guys align together. Mm-hmm. And their capacity, you know, because I don't think that it's always ill intent, right? That they yeah. can't do this for you or can't, they're just maybe not in that place yet. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm, I am at a place where I don't want to lose connections with people that bring value to my life because of something that I'm not fulfilling within my own life, you know? Yeah. Do you ever feel like, like, you know, when it's time to cut off a friendship? Like, do you feel like you feel it in your gut? I think so. I think if you have exhausted, right, all efforts in, maybe reconnection or 
you know, trying to make amends of maybe what you did wrong or, you know, what, what they did or, and it's just not happening, then maybe it's time to part ways. Yeah. Do you tell them? I've done both now. You know, I, I've had scenarios where like, I just stopped talking. I guess the term is ghosting now, which I hate that term. Yeah, I hate, yeah, I hate that. I guess for like relativeness, ghosting is, is a term that we could say, right? Right. But I do feel like ghosting is, I'm not saying I'm not guilty of it because I am, I have been, I've done it, but I think it's extremely immature because I don't feel that majority of people deserve to be ghosted. Even if there was a falling out, right? Even if something went wrong, I don't believe that people inherently deserve to just be cut off. I think that everybody at the baseline deserves some respect and just, you know, telling them like, hey, you know, I thought that we were on the same page. I thought that we were aligned. I thought that this was going to work as, you know, our friendship. But it's seeing that we're on two different journeys, life, life roads. Yeah, that it's time, you know. I do think everyone deserves that. Now, have I always been emotionally in that space? Same. No. Yeah, me either. You know, I should have. I wish I would have done things differently. But I will tell you, I feel like this is just like a piece of advice in general that I received. And I don't I don't even know where I received it from. But never leave people without letting them know how you feel about them. I think that. Even if it's uh, a not so pretty conversation. Like, even if you're like, I really don't appreciate you as a friend. I think you're toxic. I think this, I think that. Or, I mean, or I, don't, I don't know, I guess in therapy, it's not, I think you're toxic. Your feelings made me feel, mm-hmm. the way you said that made me feel like whatever. Or, you I know? think that's valuable. I don't think they're, I think it's valuable to let people know um, be, and, and find that clarification. But I just know that I never want to ghost someone, right? I never want to just like, disappear out of their lives without letting them know that they were of some value to me that doesn't mean that we're going to stay in each other's lives but I would like to tell them before I this is one thing I don't I don't want to hear later down the road that they died and then oh my god I didn't get to tell them that this is how I felt or this is how I was feeling that is such a crazy perspective I guess I've never looked at it like that I start getting on my phone and messaging all the friends. And I'm like, dun, 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 dun. I'm so sorry. I feel like, you know, it's been a year, but I just wanted to make sure you were okay. And not dead. They're, they're going to think you're weird. No, but how I, much time do you let pass by with, I guess at that point, like, let's say you haven't talked to somebody and they haven't like reached out to you. And it's just organically like going in separate ways. Not necessarily that something mm-hmm. negative happened. At that point, are you like, maybe we don't need to be friends? And and that's not ghosting. You're kind of just like, both of y'all are going differently in life. Mm -hmm. And y'all haven't just reached out to each other. I don't know. I, well, the one, I guess, scenario that's in my mind, I feel like a year and a half had gone by before I reached out. And my intent actually was just to maybe meet up with that person. um, Let them know that, you know, I was going through a lot. I could have been a better friend. I could have shown up better. You met with this person? I wanted to. I reached out to ask if they would like to. And they kind of politely declined. Which is okay. That was their boundary. Right. Um, And maybe in a way, maybe there really was a lot going on, you know, and I believe that. But 
Um, also, again, going back to effort, where there is intent, where you want to do something, you will make it happen. You'll make the time. You'll make the effort. If someone really wants to get a cup of coffee with you, they're going to take the 30 minutes or 45 minutes or they'll let you know, hey, I have this window that we can I can't do it. XYZ all these times you've asked me but I can do it then would that work for you yeah you can feel that effort and if it's not there then you just ask me when is it time to cut it off I believe that when you've literally extended yourself and the energy is just not yeah so we asked you guys to tell us a friendship story or give us your thoughts on friendship and we're just going to we'll read a few and then we may elaborate on a couple yeah so lesson one, I've learned sometimes it's the longest friendships that come to an end. That's super sad, but super true. Uh, somebody else said, sometimes you grow out of a certain mindset and that's okay. We did definitely talk about that. You go through seasons of life and sometimes friends that made sense in your party era in your early 20s don't make sense in your mom era in your 30s. Number three, it's okay to outgrow a relationship or a friendship. Yeah, I agree with that. If they drain your social battery, it's always good to step back and ask why that is. Ooh, we're going to come back to this. Yeah. Number five, I've learned that some people don't fit into your new life the way they did fit into your old life. Oosh. Oh. Definitely coming back to that one. <laughs> Not everyone has the same heart as me. That's been a tough lesson for me, for sure. Because I'm, like, super giving and loving. And then sometimes I'm, like, that person's just not. And or, like, overextending. Thing. You know yeah. how you talk about overextending? Yeah. I get that. Um, I think that that's a hard lesson to learn. But I think once you you learn it and you start to set those boundaries, it becomes easier and easier to see. Like, I we talked a lot about that reciprocal energy. It becomes easier to see, like, wow like you notice that you're not the only one giving for the first time like this person's actually trying this person's actually and it feels so good and yeah. you're like yay this is mm -hmm. this is what it is to have like a a friend or a, a bff in parentheses i like people are like that's my best friend like mm -hmm. what what you know that's like the difference between what people consider a friend and a sister or like a brother or depending. an acquaintance yeah. like it's okay to I say a shit ton of acquaintances yeah, it's okay to say like these people are acquaintances or these people are work buddies or you know whatever it is like again mm -hmm. everything serves its purpose and once you start learning the purpose of what these people and what you serve for them you're not there you may not always be their best friend even you've got to make sure that you that you feel about them the way they feel about you yeah they're like oh i hate i hate her <laughs> and you're like i love that person <laughs> um when I want to come back to this one real quick. Uh, if they drain your social battery, it's always good to step back and ask why that is. I didn't used to understand why I felt the way I felt after hanging out with certain people. I didn't know that that's kind of like what was happening. I would hang out with them and I just felt like, oh, like I don't, that was so draining. Or all the entire two hours I was hanging out with this person, it was all about them. Not once did they ask about Jordan. Not once did they ask about Phil, not once they asked about like my sister or my brother or how's your mom or how's your podcast or how's your salsita business like it was two hours repetitively on all about star per se mm -hmm. and I'm like at the end of that I'm like super just drained 
emotionally drained, mentally drained. And I come home from, I don't know, lunch just feeling like, well, that was crappy. Now you need a nap. Now I need a nap. (laughs) Yeah. And now I don't have the energy to spend time. Like Jordan's like, you want to play a board game? And I'm like, no, I really don't. Mm -hmm. He doesn't deserve that. Mm -hmm. And I'm now for the rest of the day and I'm trying to like mentally come back to a state of being okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. And I, and you feel it right. But I really didn't know like to cut those friendships off. It was super, super interesting. Finally coming to a point, I went to therapy, finally coming to a point where I, I knew it was okay to let go because they were draining my social battery. Like in terms of social battery, when I learn where it where does my social battery like where does that drain? I think that became easier for me. But I think that just really comes back to intuition. You have to be a little bit more in tune with yourself to know that because if not, you'll just keep give, give, give. Yeah, I wasn't okay with being alone. So it was like I'd rather hang out with this person than be alone Mm -hmm. because the boys are out for lunch, so I'm going to go to lunch or whatever. Just being okay with yeah. being alone. And then that way, everyone who you do go spend time with is like adding to your social battery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that as well because when I leave my, especially when we all come together, everyone's coming from different places out of town. You know, we, I have this thing where it's like we're reunited and rejuvenated by the time yeah. we left, we leave because it's like we're, I actually feel rejuvenated. I mean, we could have been doing all sorts of things. When we do get together, it's like we're throwing parties for someone. And, you know, I'm, I'm literally, I event plan and it's so exhausting <laughs> at certain times, right? Event planning. I'm just going to shout you out real quick. If you guys need any, anything at all with to do with events, star. And her friend, Marla, her, Marla. Marla's business is yes. Event Gala Say, and I yes. work with her. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, I know what, what that feels like, what a day in that feels like, but we'll go and do that with each other. And we, I can still leave our time together and I feel rejuvenated. Like their spirit has actually rejuvenated me being around them, hearing them laugh, hearing them tell their stories. Even though for five hours, you guys are sweating, putting on this event. Right. Yeah. And we're like having a great time. It feels good. Y'all have, I feel like you have to listen to what feels good. Yeah. I'm going to touch on this one. It says, I've learned that some people don't fit into your new life the way they did in your old life. And I feel like our whole episode has kind of touched on that. And I think the main thing for that one that I will say is that think back, right, to what they did serve. Find the good, you know, and maybe... And during that time, like, that's just what you needed. That's where you were. And now you're in a different space and you need something different. And it's okay. I agree. I think I'm I'm just not the same person I was even super crazy to think about. Like even year. who I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like a year. You think about the milestones you're hitting. You know, you have friends who have little kids and they're like, oh, they hit this milestone. Like, oh, they're walking. Oh, now they said this word. Like, we don't celebrate that enough in adult lives. And we do go through so many milestones in different eras of our life. And sometimes people align with them and sometimes they don't and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get closure and when we do, I think that's beautiful. But sometimes we don't get the closure we need. And it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and say that not getting closure is not hard. Because yeah. it is. No, Yeah. Yeah. It's been, oh my God. And you said something so traumatic earlier. You're like, and what if that person died? And then you never get that closure. Mm-hmm. So if anything, 
I took from this episode, like, even if I feel like a friendship is falling out of place, I'm definitely going to, I guess, break up with that friend mm-hmm. and let them know versus just ghosting them mm-hmm. or n- maybe they need closure and mm-hmm. it's n- they have no idea what they did wrong back to communication and just overall building beautiful friendships that I feel like now as I build friendships I'm looking for like sisters in my life it's really important um I'm reading or I just finished reading um this book and it talks a lot about sisterhood and how sisterhood is like women need sisterhood in their lives. And I feel like don't be discouraged if you don't have it just yet though. So, you know, like don't, I, I would hate for someone to hear this and then they're like out just gathering anybody. Yeah, Like sex in the city. They didn't meet each other until like their mid thirties. (laughs) Like you're, you know, your people like, they're going to come to you as long as your heart and your spirit and your mind is like open to it. Um, so I wouldn't be in a hurry to like go out and find these people, but I do think that sisterhood is, it's beautiful. It's important. I agree with you and, and just be genuine, have an open heart. If, uh, if you take anything from this episode, from my perspective is, To definitely know when it's time to walk away because for the longest time, I didn't know when to let go of friends because of how long I'd been friends with them. Like, I'm like, it has to work. We've been friends for years. But um, in reality, we don't know anybody anything. We owe it to ourselves to respect ourselves and respect our boundaries. I agree. And we don't owe anybody anything and they don't owe us anything And I think it's important to always keep that in mind and just honor the ones that do show up because we don't owe each other anything. And then you're still here choosing to show up for me. Thank you so much. And now I'm going to reciprocate it for you because you deserve that as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for being a part of our episode today, listening to episode two, all about friendships. Uh, I'm sure we could have touched a lot deeper into this or gone into deeper stories, but we're not here to talk drama or start you know naming people law for like I had this friend or that friend but overall just touch a little bit on the topics of of the values we look for in friendships and when it's time to let go of certain friendships and what we look for and and hopefully you know it helps listeners who are maybe in that limbo between some of their friendships right now whether it means like let me reach out to this and try to mend versus let me go ahead and let this go And if you are in that limbo, just like maybe the listening has helped you find that clarity for yourself. Yeah. It's okay to let go. It's okay. And, and also if you're in the limbo of trying to find new friends, be open and and ready to new relationships in your life. Cause you never know what beauty can come of it. That person can become the godmother maid of honor Mm -hmm. and you, you met them yesterday and you know, a couple years from now you're like, Oh my God, I don't even know how, I was living my life without you before. Like I, like you're my your sister friend now. Soulmate. Your yeah. friend soulmate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, yeah. guys, we love y'all. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I am at Carla Love. And I am at With All My Love Star. And you can find us on Divination Podcast on Instagram, Apple Podcast, Spotify. And we also have our link tree. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.